The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode, the Vanguards are rapping about the Shreveport officer who fatally shot and killed Alonzo Bagley after responding to a domestic dispute. Yeah, I know another one. We'll talk about it and much, much more. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get busy. What you know good, Holiday? Oh, man, I'm here. I'm here. Um, doing good, Wade. You know what that means. All right, I'm ready. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, I'm you're good. all good now. I'm good. What you what you what you crack open over there? Man, I cracked open some some I'll be honest, man. This is some fruit punch. <laughs> you know, yeah, let me tell you something about holiday. Holiday gotta work tonight. <laughs> me too. So because of be, because of the circumstances, babies, I gotta <laughs> be a, a role model. So uh I'm taking it easy. Okay, I hope they're sipping. Take it easy, sipping on that fruit punch now. Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Wadi, what's happening? Hey, I'm here. How are you guys on oh. this gloomy looking day? Oh man, I'm living life and loving Jesus, so I'm I'm all good. I, I think- feel that same here, same yeah. here. I said I was gonna go to the gym today. I do not have a desire anymore. I have that desire Uh-oh. for five minutes. Uh oh, guess who's going guess, guess who's going after this podcast? Me. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm not gonna like it <laughs> Oh, so you say you're gonna stay ready. Miss Waddy, you was like, man, forget it today. But Miss Waddy, you're already straight. You're over there lifting weights and <laughs> kickboxing and Krav Magal and, and keto all rolled into one. I'm done. Who you know who's gonna have keto? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We just want to point out a little couple things before we get started. Uh, man, a Memphis officer who was uh, who was shot responding to a to a trespassing call at the library. He ended up succumbing to his injuries. He ended up passing away. Oh man, you know our thoughts and prayers go out to to Memphis poli- uh, police family uh, and also Officer uh, uh, Officer Red. You know mm. his family and friends. I mean, you know, just doing his job doing the lowest work, just going out there and, you know, seeing what's going on. Uh, there was disturbance at the library. They called for the police and I'm seeing he ended up getting shot. He got hit in the head. He, he, he fought for two weeks. Ended up, you know, going on to be with the Lord, man. That's, that's hard. We like to pray for the, for the family 
of Temple University police officer Chris Fitzgerald. Uh, man, he got gunned down. I think it was a disturbance or, or a, street, a street stop. But to go to show how brazen this, the cat that uh, killed Chris Fitzgerald came back to try to take his gun from him, tried to rob him. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, how bold. I mean, you, I mean, my God. Uh, his name, you know, he's 18 years old. Miles, uh, he's a Pfeiffer or Pfeffer. You know, uh, Chris Fitzgerald was only 31. You know, there was a radio call. It was a pursuit, matter of fact, of three individuals in mask around 7-12 on a Saturday. Uh, Fitzgerald was first, you know, of course, was first on scene to arrive. And uh, these three guys was wanted for a series of robberies and carjacking. And, you know, just... Chris confronted him and, you know, he was able to, you know, shot, you know, shot and killed Chris and man, it's just messed up, man. It's just messed up. And, and that's not it folks. That's not it. We also uh, lost a officer in Kansas city, a Kansas city police officer and his canine uh, was killed guy. Uh-huh. Guy driving, ran a red light, doing 90 miles per hour, crash into the scrounger where where uh, the officer in 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 in, in his canine uh, was sitting in. Uh, a pedestrian was also killed as well. This officer of Marlboro was married, and he had a father. He was a 20 year veteran. Um, man, you know. So those four officers within a couple couple weeks time, you know, his canine officer's name is a uh, champ. You know, huh. Just keep these officers we mentioned, their family and friends on, you know, in your prayers tonight. It's not an easy job. I'll tell you that it's not an easy job. It's just, you know, a lot of officers responding, you know, responding to these jobs and, you know, we leave out every day not knowing if we're going to make it home or not. That's why we're big on this show about promoting positively uh, uh, police officers because we don't get the recognition that we deserve. I'm just speaking myself. Whoever don't believe me, hey, that's, that's your opinion. But we don't get the recognition that we need, that we deserve. Because we sacrifice. Uh, we sacrifice a lot. We don't know once, as soon as we kiss our loved ones or leave out the house, we'll make it home. That's just a realization of it. So, so keep those officers we, we mentioned in our in your prayers tonight. And praying for their families, you know, too. Yes, yes. All right. So let's let's switch gears a little bit. Let's switch gears, get a little, get a little upbeat. You know, I saw a a a, a survey on Yahoo, 62%. Of, of of people who took that survey trust the police to do the right thing 62 percent. that's that's pretty good you know we can do we can do better but hey i'll take it 62 percent is over half yeah yeah for sure <laughs> especially for sure. how we especially how we being portrayed in the media and 
you know, and uh, on social uh, social media and, and news, mm-hmm. and, you know. Mm-hmm. So sixty-two percent ain't that? That ain't that's not bad. It's not bad. I'll take it. Right, because you thought we was way worse. We thought right. you'd be. You thought we was in the thirties. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you said thirties. I was about to spit this fruit punch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we sixty-two percent. So you know what it, it tells you. I mean, we can do better. We can do better, but. Well, it goes and tell you that, hey, there's a lot of people out there that so support the police is the bigger picture of, you know, what we're talking about. So so that's good. So, let's you know, let's keep let's keep working out there. Let's you know, we build in, we build in the trust what well, we had to trust, you know. So. All right. Let's 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 get to it. A lot of people like it when we when we give our uh, what's new in the beat story. So. So what's new in the beat? Miss Wadi. Mm. <laughs> it's been quiet. Quiet. It's been slow <laughs> for the most part. It's I can't think of nothing really dumb. Nobody did. Man, I'm gonna put that part for man. <laughs> I'm gonna put that part for man and come on over there and join you, Miss White. Maybe you should. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Man, all right, all right. We still love you. Anyway. We still love you. It, it's coming. You know, summer's coming, so it's gonna be plenty of stories. <laughs> uh, holiday, how about you, Cat Daddy? I keep this short and sweet. Um, this is not even a story. This is just pretty much uh, for for the listeners. Uh, when it's cold out, uh, uh, holiday is is a people person. I admit, I'm a people person. A lot of people love talking to me, but when it's real cold out, when it's real chilly, can we pick another time to talk? <laughs> these goes for the people that calls us or spot us outside or see our squad car and walk up to us and, man it is cold <laughs> let's not have a conversation outside <laughs> i feel you it's I just a it, this just a note it's just a note for people that if you see the cops and it's real chilly you know say what up and you know keep it moving mm-hmm. and, you know it's cold out I got you. I don't like raising my windows down, man. <laughs> Dude, I feel you. Especially you going, especially going to a job and it's cold outside and they won't talk to you outside. It's like, man, can we go inside? Can we step inside to talk? Yeah, it's cold. They, do a, they do a whole conversation. And then, like, for example, real quick, one it, this guy, this one guy, he had nothing to do with our call. He just walked up, yeah, officer. How y'all doing today? Like, man. <laughs> It's chilly. What you want? <laughs> it's chilly, but you know, we 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 still we still humble and you know, people, you know, for the people. I said, Oh, we're good, sir. Okay. You know, try to get a hint. No, oh, man, it's cool. It's just nice and chilly out, trying to stay warm, you know, think they get the hint. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you know, they nice enough. They be like, hey man, y'all be careful out on the street and stuff like that, you know. They're for us, they mean well. It's just cold. Everybody listen to this show is gonna agree with you. You know, we can relate. Many, yeah, you only need to be the police to relate when it's cold outside. Hey, man, we can talk later. <laughs> man, we can go inside or something. Uh, I, I, I already know. <laughs> People gonna listen to this. They gonna be like, "Holiday mean as hell, man." <laughs> he mean. He mean, officer. Man. Hey, man, you sitting inside that warm, that warm, got the heat blasting in that car and that squadron. They come up to the window, you just crack a little bit, like, man, hey, hey, what's up? What can I help you with? <laughs> right. Man, got that hawk on you. 
Yeah, it takes all that heat out. You're like, oh man. All right, that's it. I mean, hey, you know what? Another PBA announcement, public broadcast announcement right there, man. I mean, um, listen, if it's cold outside, you ain't got time for a long conversation. Either either get you know, get to the story or let's let's step inside. <laughs> man. Hey, I so <clears throat> so I have a have a quick story. Well, I hope it's quick. Nice. Listen, all three of us, we grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. And we know about faith. For sure. In the Bible, in, in, in Hebrews 11. Oh, freak. 11 1. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> 11 mm-hmm. 1. They they describe what faith is. Okay. And faith is being sure of what we hope for and a certain of what we do not see. So why I say that? So why you say that, Jules? Well, it was a brother that didn't have faith, and I told him, just have faith. So we went to a domestic. Well, we our partner, I forgot who I was working with. Partner and I, we went to uh we went to a domestic call, uh assisting somebody on the domestic. We get there, we see one girl head bleeding. She got it bandit, you know, she got it wrapped up. The ambulance was there. You know, she, you know, wrapped her head up, still was bleeding. She didn't want to ride an ambulance because that, you know, whoever never, whoever, if you ain't never been in an ambulance before, that 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 ambulance fee is like over a thousand dollars. So yeah, thank two sacks. Man, yeah, right. I've been I've been in a couple, I've been in once or twice. Twice, twice. I've been in it twice take a little ride thank god i work for the city so (laughs) so, um (laughs) so we get on scene the male offender was was in cuffs and he was sitting in back of another officer squad car so we trying to get the story we talked to the ladies it was three ladies and one lady that's with the girl that was battered was like yes i was when i went to my uh, my ex boyfriend house, we we share we have a kid together. Uh-huh. We're just going over there to pick pick some stuff up for the kid. Now they're no longer a date, but she still stayed there. Uh-huh. And what it is the girl who 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 got a head you know busted is uh-huh. the new is the new girlfriend. Oh. Okay, are, are, are we are we following? Are we following? Yeah. yeah. Okay, she have a baby by by this dude. They no longer together. So she she brought the new girlfriend over to get the and another girl to get the baby stuff. Well, that's cool if everybody can be civil. But if you if you come over there starting stuff, it could be a problem. So the brother already in cuffs. He's in the back of the squad car. We talked to the the female. She's like, I want to press charges. We all we did we came inside to get the get the baby stuff and he attacked me okay okay that hey if it if it went down if it go down like that cool no problem he can be pressed you can press charges well there's another you know this is not a one-sided coin so we went over there we talked to the brother we talked mm-hmm. to, the, to the, the offender whatever you know mm-hmm. what's your story what happened they came his father was at home I mean, his father was outside, so they came over. Mm. He held the door because he didn't want them to come in because he knew it was going to be some stuff. Okay. His father to open up the, you know, open up the door, let him in. So they let, so 
You let them in. They start arguing. The girl who got her hair busted pulled the knife out. Okay. He said he defended himself. She came to him and he she came towards him and he cracked her on the head with the with the with the pipe. Mm. Okay, okay. Cool. All right, we got two stories. We talked to the father. It's always good to talk to the witness. If there's somebody was there, okay. Father, what did you see? Yes, he said he he agreed with everything what the son said. He agreed the the, the parts of the story what the son said. He agreed with parts of the story what the daughter what the ex girlfriend said, and he said yes, they she did had a knife. So we see this knife cover, but there was no knife, so we got missing knife. So I went to the I went to the brother. I mean, while well, I was talking to the brother, I was talking to the brother and the, and the father. You know, we all we we all did it trying to piece this thing together. What are we gonna do? Uh, uh-huh. So, I said, "Listen, what it sounds like to me, it sound like self defense." I said, "You tell that story to the detectives. You'll be good to go." He said, "Officer," I said, "I I can't believe you. I don't believe you, because with my background, I, I'm not gonna get a fair shake." I said, we ain't talking about yesterday. We talking about today. Mm-hmm. And out of 18 years of doing this, I've seen cats who was get, who supposed who got charged, went to the station and was relief was released without charge because, you know, either there was some discrepancies in the case or the witness, the, the, the subject, the, the victim is not credible. I said, so it happens. He said, hey, not for no man. I said, brother, you need to have faith. Mm. I said, you know what your problem is? You have no faith. So one of the guys, uh, Hines, he he called he called the lieutenant and um, told him the story. Hines came back, said, yeah, make it self-defense. So I looked at him and I gave him that look. I said, we have faith now. He said, man, officer, he started smiling. He said, man, officer, I didn't have faith, man. He said, I didn't yeah, have yeah. faith. I said, see, there you go. All you need is just a little faith. A little faith as a mustard seed, right? As, as the good book said. That's there good. It is. There it is. That's good. So it was both mutual combative, self-defense or whatever the case may be. And he was on his way. We told them, listen, we know what you look, y'all came over to start stuff. Don't mm-hmm. if you're gonna come in there and get the baby stuff, get the baby stuff. Don't leave her at home because she a, she a crap star. And then he talking about, yeah, she had him, she had him locked up before. Now I'm like looking at him like, well, you you the fool here. Right. What you still doing with her? He, she had you locked up before. So, so yeah, so that's the, that was my story of what's new on the beat. And also for people, always have a little faith. That's all. There it is. And that's what's up. Yeah, look, I think the sun came out too. There you go. That. Look at that. Yeah, it's always have a good message. Oh yeah. So, all right, let's keep it rolling. Uh, holiday. What kind of follows we have today, Playboy? All right, so we have one by Thomas. Uh, thank you, Thomas, for listening. Uh, Thomas wrote, "I'm a brother in blue." And I can agree with you guys, my experience um, dealing with uh, Black people that he encountered do not listen to verbal commands and mm. gives him a hard time. Mm. Yeah, it's out there. 
It is out there. And um, we have another one. Dan wrote, uh, thanks for listening, Dan. Appreciate you. Uh, he wrote, great episode about the Memphis police officer who killed Tyree. I think all officers involved should be charged with first degree homicide because they knew what they was doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a demand. That's a different, uh, uh, man. What'd you think, Miss White? Agreed a hundred percent. Mm. Wow. Okay. She get life in prison. Ooh. I feel like okay. you should, like I said last time on the last episode, they should get life in prison for what they did because they unjustly took his life. And then because of the fact that you are a sworn police officer, you have the top job where you get the authority to justifiably take someone's life and then and they unjustifiably took someone's life. When you have that type of, when you take that type of oath, that type of oath goes beyond what civilians, what the regular public cannot, does not have the authority to do. You should never abuse that ever. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like they should all get life in prison, period. Okay. Hey, okay. Uh, you know they all played not guilty. <laughs> we'll see how that's going to work out. Man. They should have pleaded guilty. That's the dumbest thing ever. They should have pleaded guilty. Man, they they played not guilty. So they, you know, we all right. get a, we all presume innocent to proven guilty. We all not are covered- them. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me okay. tell you something. They get out of this. I want the lawyer's number. Ooh. I, hey. Co- Cochran's no longer with us. I want these guys' number. If they well, get out of this. Well, you know what? Speak. It's a good thing. It's funny that you said they're lawyers because a couple of their lawyers had spoke out. We'll listen to it and then uh, we'll wrap about a little bit. For sure. Just uh, in the courtroom, I think he's talking to one of the attorneys. Yeah, how is he doing and um, how are you prepared to, to, to defend him? Well, I mean, starting out with the notion that he's um, innocent until proven guilty, uh, which is a rubric of our society in this country, number one. Uh, number two, um, I know that there's been a lot of statements about Mr. Bean in, in the press over the last, what, month, and a lot of those statements are misleading about the person that he is. Uh, Mr. Bean has been nothing but a respectful, a good young man throughout his life. And on that particular night, you look at an isolated incident and try to measure the person. And so there are a lot of statements about him as a person that are just flat out untrue. And you look at the level of involvement of each individual defendant. And in that particular case, he was doing his job, no more, no less. He never struck anybody. He never did anything other than his job. Right now, we're in a posture that I've never seen a person charged before anybody knows the cause of death. There's no definitive information regarding cause of death at all. And so we got five individuals charged with murder. I represent one. And it's an honor because at this point in time, I've never seen people jump to conclusions about an isolated part of a two-minute excerpt about what was supposed to have happened on a particular night. And I I stand by the notion that right now, due process in this matter has not taken place properly. Um, there should be justice for Tyree Nichols. Absolutely. But I also stand by the fact that I am going to demand justice for Tadarius Bean.
Has Mr. Bean made any any statement to you? Written any statement? We heard from Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Bean from Mr. Ballin. Oh, 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 oh. Is, is, is a client wrote a statement? Has has your client wrote a statement? We've gone through a lot of information. There was a lot of information given on the front end during the time that when he was an active police officer and they were doing their inquiries at that time, um, there was certain information that was gleaned from my understanding administratively. But there's been no follow-up statements as of right now. So what in that video, what's in that video tells us that your, your client, Tadarius Bean, is innocent? Tadarius Bean, according to the video, was seen apprehending a person after. Every last one of them beating their mind. That's murder. Tell me what's like we said. We saw the same thing. What in that video tells us that your client, Tadarius Bean, is innocent? Say that, it won't, say that once again, I can't hear it because we've you got seen, people that are part of the press that are saying things. We've all seen, okay. we've all seen the video. What in that video tells us that your client, Tadarius Bean, uh, Tadarius Bean never touched, never touched him in any way, striking him, period. Tadarius Bean, Tadarius Bean has the ability as a law enforcement officer to make a lawful arrest based off of a call coming in. And so at this time, that's where we're standing right now, that, that Tadarius Bean was doing his job at that time and he never and he never struck it. And there has been no, no, no information that we have seen as of right now that indicates that there's a that, that there's any sort of information that that we can rely on to say that it's murder. John, why, why, didn't is there any why didn't he intervene and stop his holy teasing a man to death? I think you hear I, I think you hear his voice consistently saying, uh, "Sit up, man, so you can get air, etc." and things like that. I think you I think you hear I think you hear him consistently saying that. And to Darius Bean, to Darius Bean, at no point in time did anything that would be different from a person who's doing his job. He didn't stop his holy he's killing a man. Though. I'm sorry. He didn't stop his colleagues killing a man. So they, they, why didn't they, he intervene I, and say enough? Stop. Right. I want to have you I want to hear his duty as a police officer. I'm going to do something rare. Have you ever made an arrest? No. Have you ever have you ever jumped out of a car trying to apprehend somebody who you think might have committed a carjacking, a robbery, a rape, a kidnapping? Have you ever done that? I've never seen one of my colleagues kill a man. And, and if a person gets called on a scene, you have a duty as a police officer to respond. If you're not on that, and to be absolutely clear, Mr. Bean was not. Mr. Bean was not on the first scene, so we don't know what happened. Does Mr. Bean regret any of his actions that night? I'm sorry. Does he regret any of his actions that night? I think at this point he probably regrets being a Memphis police officer on that night because had he not been he wouldn't have been called to do his job is there anything you'd like to say to the family of tyree nichols today I, I, I won't say i won't say what mr bean says regarding the, the family i will say that from my heart regarding the family anytime you have a young man that dies it's sad and it's and it's a horrible thing and we don't want that to happen so but as far as where we are as of right now we're trying to see whether or not a person can get justice the way that anybody else can. And, I, and that's my job. I think at the time, that at the conclusion of making the arrest, from my understanding, there were people that were on the scene that are professional health renderers, from my understanding. All right, so that's Mr. Bean, attorney. Now let's check out another, another attorney that's representing one of the Memphis Five. His client, Emmett Martin, was one of the first to see Nichols. When Tyree Nichols' car went by, uh, it was going a little fast, not 
that fast to, to concern him, but he was turning right on Riverdale, and so he was behind him. And the car did some movement between lanes enough that he hit his lights. Um, and Mr. Nichols did not stop. And so he called in to his Scorpion unit and said, I need some help. This guy's not stopping. Massey says that's when other officers surrounded Nichols' car. They were unmarked cars, but they both had their blue lights on. And still, um, it is my information that Mr. Nichols did not stop. Massey says this will be proven by video from five cameras on a nearly one-mile stretch that Nichols, with police behind him, traveled. Video he says no one has seen, but will show why officers pulled him out of the car. Okay, so we heard a couple of, we heard from, from a couple of, uh, attorneys that represent a couple of these officers uh okay one other attorney said you know one guy wasn't didn't lay a hand on on Tyree Nichols and then uh the other attorney was talking about how you know you'll see things that wasn't reported I don't know guys I don't know they all play not guilty I uh I think these guys are cooked what you guys think mm-hmm hot cooked on high <laughs> not slow cook not slow cook high yeah because we still not um there's too much footage it's too much, yeah it's, it, you know it's, it's not like it's just Way one camera footage. it's Way cameras everywhere they must didn't see the put their little camera on top in the streets or something i don't know what they didn't see right well all right well we'll find out we'll find <laughs> out see what happens i mean man <laughs> I think in the in when time going, someone might take a plea deal. Someone might take a plea deal because if you get charged with that second degree uh, homicide, uh, you know, depending on how many years you get for that. I mean, if you take a plea and probably get a lesser sentence, I think a few of them go to turn and take a plea deal, but we'll see. We shall see. Oh man, Miss Wadi, any notifications? Yep. Um, we got one, just one for right now. Okay. On 18th of January, around 12.53 p.m., an off-duty police officer intervened on a disturbance. Three of the parties involved fled the scene. 39-year-old offender Levon Smith remained on scene. The off-duty turned to go inside of her apartment, at which time Smith tried taking the officer's gun. The off-duty was able to shoot around at least three rounds off, striking the offender on the wrist, hip, and chest. EMS was called, and they transported Smith, the offender, to the hospital, in which he was later pronounced a few days later. I seen the video, and that was just, that was crazy. Really? I didn't see that Oh, you didn't see it? So you know what what we'll do? Well, you know what? We'll play it. We'll play the the audio, and we'll wrap for about a, uh, a quick second. Okay, okay, please. Thank you, tell me for real. 
So that's pretty pretty much the gist of it. So uh, she went out there. She was off duty. She went out there to stop, I guess, a robbery or a disturbance, one. And then the person she helped turned around and tried to rob her, tried to take her gun from her. Mm. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it goes, I mean, it goes to level to show you the mindset of some of these cats. She came down to help him. She's about to go back into her apartment. At that time, he grabbed her, tried to rob her. And you heard on the video, like, she said, I'm going to shoot you. He said, well, you're going to have to shoot me then. <laughs> you heard on the video, said, watch mm-hmm. this. She said, watch this. <laughs> and she gave it to him. Now she he's begging. Yeah. He said, damn, baby, I'm sorry. She gave him three hot ones. Well, you know what? That guy let it die. He let he 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 let it die. He got this. He, he died a couple of days later. And for what? She she helped him. Mm-hmm. But you know, people can't own up and and be accountable because guess what? Because since it's a police, there's a lawyer for the Smith estate. They're suing the city and her for 10 million dollars can you believe it wow i know I, I know i can't believe it I they're can't. suing <laughs> the city and this officer for 10 million because he lost ain't nobody told this dumb ass to, to why you why you gonna sit up you gonna first you're gonna you're gonna attack a female a police officer at that with a gun and thinking she won't shoot you bruh she saved your life. Exactly. And you turned and tried to rob her. And then you end up getting shot and killed. And then there's here's come comes some snake a lawyer. Oh, oh, we can get the get the family some money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I hope that I hope so. Wherever the judges, I'll just toss it. I hope it don't even go to trial. Right. Because it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Man, this motherfucker sitting there stop stop being so damn soft. It is what it is. And I hate, I hate that he died. Yeah, I hate, hate I, I just hate I hate people just reaching out, you know, getting these settlements and money and like dude. Right. You didn't have it didn't have to be like this. You could have left her alone. Right. And then, the, and then the first thing they do is is reach out for money. No, it depends on the circumstances. No, like you said, I hope the judge is like, mm-mm. No, you get nothing. In some circumstances, okay, you, we can see it. Like, oh man, this accidentally happened, and okay, that's one thing. But this, no, mm-hmm. I don't know. Nah, nah, they should get. I mean, it sucks, dude died, but he caused his own. Right, he caused his own death. He really did. He caused his own death. I, I don't he have no sympathy. I don't have no no empathy for that. And no, I don't praise when anybody dies. I just don't. But right. uh, he he. He asked for that. He bought that upon himself. Yeah. 
You don't get you're, paid when for you're your wrong. Kid. You're wrong. That's it. Right. But right. hey, this is this is this is the society of enablement. It's all about enablement now. Nobody's hey, accountable for their actions. Well, well, let me let, well, let me say this: the officers that we talked about earlier, the show who lost their lives in the line of duty, are they are, they, are their families seeking ten million dollars? They should. Now they should get paid. Yeah, they should definitely get paid. They should get paid. But but instead, like our own, had to chip in. You know what I'm saying? The only empathy they get is from us, from the, the department. And you know, and I and I know this young lady. I know this young lady. Yeah, and, and just getting out there on the streets, not even a, not even a good month and a half out on the streets, and she's in, you know, she ended up at take a life. Yeah. And also, I hope you know we pray that she's doing good because I know it affects her. Yeah. What about her health? What about her health? So, I don't know, man. Somebody put in a a crap lawsuit like this. Look, it should be shouldn't even be able to file it. That's my problem. Thinking of shouldn't be able to file it. We'll look at it, of course. If I see it, oh, dude did this. Man, get the hell out of my face. All right. Well. All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the city do. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Let's 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 investigate this this crime scene we got here. All right, uh, Shreveport. You know, Miss Miss Wally, help me out. Am I saying it right? Shrev. Shreveport. Shreveport. All right, Shreveport, Louisiana police officer was arrested on the negligent homicide in the fatal shooting of Alonzo Bagley on February third. You know, the Shreveport officer, uh, he responded to a domestic disturbance. And for some, for some reason, for some reason, dude jumped off his, old, his own balcony and ran from the police. I mean, I mean, it doesn't go into details what was going on. Guess just, you know, a lot of drunkenness. Holiday, you talk about drunken domestics. It's, it's Can't stand you know. it. Can't stand that much. Can't stand it. Uh, pursuit was in was in, in in place and for some reason the officer the the mr alonzo mr alonzo bagley came around the corner and the officer shot him shot him by shot him accidentally accidentally so we're talking about a a, a training training era and mr bagley died so listen, we'll play the body cam video right quick, and then we'll just talk briefly about it and and uh, go from there. Shreveport Police, what's your emergency? How you doing? My husband, he loaded on some on the way down, and he threatened me and my daughter and them. Okay, where, where are you? I'm at home. Uh, 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 what's your building number or letter? Uh, let me ask my daughter. Let me explain. Now, real quick, that's uh, Mr. Alonso back. That's his wife. And you say, okay. What's the building number? What I'm saying? On the right side. Okay, what's your name, ma'am? And you say, uh-huh. this is your husband? Yeah, he and that now drunk, full of Kentucky Deluxe, clowning, threatening us and stuff. Okay, and what's your husband's name? Alonso back. Does he have any weapons on him? I don't know. He in the room with the door closed. He in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. Hey, Mr. Rose. 
and, and he so he only been drinking. Is he on any drugs or anything like that? I don't know what he on. He come from Cedar Grove. I didn't use my van. He come from Cedar Grove. Rage, real rage and stuff. Acting a fool. You hear him over there? You hear him over there bumping the wild stuff. Okay, we'll get the police said it that way. Okay. All right. All right. Bye bye. Alonzo jumped off his balcony and he's taken off. Somebody say, come on, dude, that's the officer. That's the officer that shot Alonzo Bagley. He, you know, you can tell it was an accident. He didn't, he didn't mean to do it. It was training, a, a, a training error. He got spooked or whatever the case may be, but he's trying to tell Alonzo to, to, you know, to stay with him. Come on, dude, stay with me. 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 Come on, you're good. You're good, bro. Stay with me. Hey, you're good. Hey, keep breathing. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. Stay with me, man. Stay with me. Breathe. Hey, you're good, man. Keep breathing. Keep breathing, dude. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. Fuck, dude. 
Alex, hey, go to go to the front of the building. Go to the front of the building. Wave them down. Wave them down with your flashlight. Come on. Run, 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 run. Hey, hey, dude. Hey, you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. Look at me. Hey, look at me. 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 Hey, wake up. Wake up. Look at me. Look at me. Hey. Respond. Come on. Come on. All right, we'll we'll cut off there because, of course, you know, uh, Lonzo Bagley didn't make it. So, listen, as police officers, we can't have mistakes like this. I understand, we understand that we, we're human beings, but certain mistakes we 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 can't make. The margin of error for police officers are everywhere. They're everywhere. And we have to be, we have to rely on our training, our tactics, our awareness. We have to be prolific. We got to be assured of ourselves, can't be timid. We got to have our heads in the game all the time. Tiger Woods, he, all, he talked about having your A game. We have to have our A game all the time. If not, things like this happen. It's unfortunate. This haven't been on the news. It's, it's been on news, but it hasn't had coverage like the Tyreek Nichols because clearly you, with the body cam footage, clearly you see it was an accident. Right. Straight up accident. And it's unfortunate. And that's why we rely on the training where we're running with our guns. Our fingers is always off the trigger on the side of the of the of the uh, of the gun. Until there's a threat, our finger go right on that trigger less than a second. Mm-hmm. It's just messed up. We have to remember the margin of errors on the on the, on, on the officers. It's it's all around. It's all around us. You know, we we deal with we deal with the worst, and. And if we don't rely on our training, then things can go, things can go from sugar to crap, the other S word, real quick. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate. That's why we want to do a video, uh, do an episode on this one for our men and women in blue. But but also, real quick, real quick. Now, if Buddy would have, if Buddy would have stayed in the apartment. Yep. This would have been nothing, actually. Yep. I mean, I just wanted to, to touch on this real quick. Don't put it in anybody else's hands on, on your life. This was just some drunken disturbance, drunken domestic, as, as Holiday always talk about in the show. This was just a, you go in your room and you go in, in that room, or somebody take a leave or a walk, or whatever the case may be. Did anybody get hit? No. Okay, it's just argument, dude just drunk. Let him go in the room and sleep it off. This was all that was, really. Yep. But it, it got it, it was heightened, it got escalated when he jumped from the balcony. My god, he, he jumped from his balcony and started running. So uh men and women in blue, we just want to say, please rely on your training, be smart. It's, take a scene, take a look, you know, examine everything, 
assess everything. Don't be too quick to pull that to pull that gun out. Assess it. Look at what you got. Don't be in a hurry. It's that old saying in colors. We don't run. We walk. And I can't see the rest because mom and dad is, is listening to this. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we but but he was telling Pac Man, we don't run, we walk, and take care of it. Take them all. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's all I want to say about this. Do you guys? You guys? What? What you guys have on this? Yeah, like you can't make mistakes like this. You know, we train the certain way, and like I said earlier, um, you know, we get the highest top job of the authority to take someone's life. So we gotta rely on the training. You know, we have to. But at the same time, what I'm gonna be fair and objective about every. It doesn't matter what job you go into. You will forever, as long as you're living this earth, be a human being. You are not mm-hmm. all of a sudden perfect just because you had the top training as a police officer. True, true. The truth of the matter is people will make mistakes. It's not an excuse. It's stating a reality. And it's something that the public doesn't want to acknowledge or accept, but that is the reality of it. People will make mistakes, including the police, especially given the situation. Every situation is different. Every domestic is different because it is frustrating when you know, you're hoping, hope it's like you're hoping you never had to pull your gun. You never you hoping you never had to pull it nobody. You hoping you never have even had to use your taser, having to go physically hands-on. When it's simple domestics like that, nobody's hit each no one's hit each other. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's right. like, okay, can we can we be the diffusers? Can we be the can we just kind of restore peace here? And instead of somebody listening, you want to take off running. Now, as a trained police officer, especially those who are veterans who have so many years on the job, we know that the public doesn't know and don't care to know because they are, you know, they get the privilege of hiding in their little comfy homes and don't got to deal with crime. Right. Um, they don't have to face it head on. They don't have to do anything about it. They can hide in their houses. Um, you know, when you start running, that can mean so many things to us. People say, he's just running. No, he's not just running. Or we don't know he's just running. He could be just running with a gun. He could be just running with a knife. He, you know what I'm saying? It could be a backstory to it while they get into it. Hypothetically, right. she could have been right. messing with somebody in another house. And now he's pissed that we got there. And he's not going right. to say nothing. He's not going to say, well, I'm about to go F dude up because you're not telling the police everything. Mm-hmm. And he takes up running. It's so many things that can that running can mean so the smart thing the accountable thing is to simply not run i don't need anybody in this country no laws no courts no judges please stop coddling me especially because of my skin color because you are implying that i am not equal to every other race because i'm unable to be accountable for my actions Stop doing that, mm-hmm. you know, because like I said, for police officers, running can mean so many things and it sucks. Jules and Holiday, it sucks that we have to figure out which one of those things it means in the, in the midst of it. Right. 
in the height of it. They teach us all the time. Don't get tunnel vision. Careful. Don't get tunnel vision. As True. much as you can be taught, don't get tunnel vision. Somewhere in your career is going to happen. You're going to get tunnel vision. Right. right. It sucks. It sucks when you start running and I don't know why you run. I got to figure it out. I got to figure out. I still got to figure out who you are when you run. Well, Wadi, that's, you know, that's why. Well, Wadi, I'm sorry to jump in real quick, but you hit something on the head. I want people to listen, listen to. That's why it's imperative. It's important for the heads of the state, for people to keep preaching and, and telling the civilians to listen to listen to the law enforcement to comply yep. yep it's 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 important because we do not know i don't know who you are i wish i wish i was like like the terminator or like a robocop or something where right. i can walk in and scan everything exactly you know i can see i can see a threat i can see a weapon i can see through walls i can you know i wish i was like that but i'm not but we're not so when we come in there, we have to go by all our senses, uh, what people are telling us, body language, the, how the how the house look, uh, uh, witnesses, pets. <laughs> I mean, we got, we have to take in everything and, and process it like that, and it's unfair. So that's why we always preach, and, and we want our politicians to preach to people. We need compliance, exactly, and we need understanding. And that way, that's how we minimize stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Man. Especially if I'm not an aggressive cop coming in the house. Right. I announce who I am. I say, hey, guys, can y'all, can you talk to me? Tell me what's going on. I have no exactly. intentions on heightening the situation. You have no reason to be in fear of me. You have no reason to freaking run. I don't want to hear no garbage excuse. Well, you never know. I don't want to hear no garbage excuse. I came in the way I came in. Stand there and tell me what's going on so I can assess the situation because now I only have one situation in front of me. If you're not running, I only, I, I'm only left with that one situation of why I came here. But the moment you start running, I have to think multiple things in a moment. And I'm not going to sit up here. It's not making excuses. People who say that we make excuses mm-hmm. by considering these things, we're not making excuses. You just hate reality. You hate equal. A lot of citizens don't admit they hate equal accountability. They don't like being accountable for their actions. We deal with people every single day, every single day who feel so, so beyond entitled. They feel so entitled. They feel entitled to run away from police. They feel entitled to do things wrong. They feel entitled to obstruct traffic. You you know, you park in a handicapped space or or you in the middle of the street having a conversation from another car with your friend. We say you got people honking at you. You don't care. You chop it up with your friend. And we say, hey, you got to move your car. Ain't it people killing other people? It's so much entitlement. <laughs> There's so much entitlement. It's so much entitlement. Yeah, yeah, I had Don't that. tell me about They're the like, why don't you go get me. those killers? Mm-hmm. My thing is, you know what, Waddy? Miss Waddy, why don't you go get those killers, Miss Waddy? Why don't you go get them killers? <laughs> and it's like, you, you, you try to say that, and it's like, stop. Stop saying dumb stuff. Stop talking like we can't simultaneously do both. You can catch killers and when it, we not we ain't got a case about killers, we can stop people who being dumb in traffic. You're being stupid uh-huh. in traffic. And, the, and a lot of these are grown, overly grown adults. Know better, know what they're not supposed to be doing. They just, people hate accountability. They hate it so much. They want to be baby. They want to be coddled. And it's sad 
when you have people in positions, whether it's politicians, whether it's people, uh, you know, whatever in the system, they'll teach you depending on how you look. We'll, we'll basically imply to you subliminally that you're not equal to every other race. We need to treat you like you're a charity case and like you just can't be morally sound in your decision making. So we should just give you your way. We're going to teach you that. And this is what people accept all the time. Mm-hmm. And that goes for all races. You know what I'm saying? And, you right. know, right. everybody does. But and that's the thing. People need to go back to accepting that. Yes, you are accountable for your actions. Yes, you can do it. Yes, you can be accountable for your actions. You can do it. You can do it like anybody else can do it. And you're going to do it. Because when you don't do it, stop playing victim. Stop playing victim when it unfortunately goes left, but it's justifiable. Not particularly this case, but in this case, it's just, it sucks because while running, you got to figure out who you're chasing after. You may not just be somebody who's just arguing with her. It may be more to that, and I got to figure it out. Now I got to figure out more because you run it. That's the sucky part about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, he needs to stick to his training mm-hmm. as an officer. Yes, you still messed up, and yeah. yes, you still need to be accountable. Because despite the fact mm-hmm. that we are human, despite the fact that, you know, you've been working at this bank for a long time, it's the first time you made a mistake, somebody else, a customer, is still affected by that mistake. You know what I'm saying? That's at any job. Right. So I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not negating accountability mm-hmm. from him. I'm not negating that at all. So, but at the same time, oh, yeah. fair. Right, right, right. We, we, we see, we calling it down the middle, Ms. Wadi, uh, Holiday. We calling it down the middle here. We talk about the bad thing with the officer done. But we also talk about what uh, Mr. Backley could have done differently too. Uh, Holiday, yes. Cat, uh, Holiday Cat Day, what you, what you got on this, man? Uh, um, uh, Ms. Wadi uh, hit it on the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she always do. She always do. On the money, but uh, but let me, but um, just to just to lighten it up, because uh, I felt that I felt everything Miss Body said, and uh, and I know you agree with it too. But to enlighten this, I'm just curious, what floor were they on? <laughs> the second floor. Second floor. Yeah, this second floor. They do hopped out the balcony on the second floor. Hey, hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I'll be back for his ass tomorrow. Uh, hey, hey, I, hey, hey, speak that holiday. Speak. I don't. I don't. I don't watch that. Hey, 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 you know, and, and Miss White hit on a point. That's why I would never. I ain't pushing that to the side at all because we don't know what that numb nut got. Right, we don't right. know. We don't. Depending on the circumstances of the domestic or what's going on, if this, if this clown, if this ass clown was, this numb nut was able to hop over a second floor balcony, and book it. Let me tell you something. He's an idiot. We'll catch him tomorrow. Hell, probably catch him that night because, you know, some of these guys go back to the house like an idiot. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know what, ma'am? He got nowhere to go. He got no friends. You know how they say it. Y'all, y'all been to the domestic calls, especially when they're drunk. I got yeah. nowhere to go. I got no friends. All my family live in, in Russia and Switzerland. I got nowhere right. to go. <laughs> I got no. And you sitting here. I said, I said, I haven't met. So you you try to de-escalate. Like, man, is there a place you can go? No, man. Everybody I know live. Don't nobody in, got no friends. Live in Thailand and shit. Like, what the, <laughs> the, the hell? Like, what type of friends y'all have? Like, no family. Like, no how did y'all friends. meet? Right. Like, this is the only place. So, okay. So eventually he gonna come back. Ma'am call us when he come back or you know will you just report right now what happened 
you go to the, go to the domestic court. Get we right, pull him right. over. We'll do. But I'm sorry, he jumped over a, a ten fl- fl- flight a balcony. All right, <laughs> he I, he gonna feel it when he when when all that drunk is uh, when he's sober. That knee gonna be hurting. Yeah, second floor. I, I you know, I, at, at Holiday, I'm I'm with you. If I responded to that call and dude ran and hopped off on the balcony, I'm like, well, this is a cold. He gone now. I said, well, he gone, man. Let's call us back when he come back. I mean, because because is- because it's like when, when she made the call, you know, she was like, yeah, he up in there. You know, he coming back. We don't know what's wrong. He behind this door and all this. He He's tripping. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he didn't put no gun to her head or a, a right, knife right. to her neck. So I'm right. like, there all right. No- yeah, you know, she wasn't really. She's curious. She wasn't really threatened. You know what I'm saying? So the moment he hopped over that second floor balcony, I had to keep saying second floor. All right. Okay. I'll catch you. I'll just look at him run. I just look at his back like, man, that brother gone. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. He'll he'll still been alive. And the cop, because what happened to Buddy? The officer? Yeah. Well, they, they they charged him. They charged him with neglect, with negligent homicide. And, you know, and you can hear it in his voice. You can hear it in his you, voice, right? That that's, he, that's what hurt. Yeah. Because he, because you can feel he didn't mean it. You he can didn't mean feel it. it. Right. You can he didn't feel mean it. it. It was an accident. You can it was feel an accident. It. And, and now, I feel like they should consider that too. I, I mean, I guess they not because they charged him, but because that wasn't intentional that wasn't like a Tyree case and that wasn't like all the mother cases you know what I'm saying that we know was unjustifiable those people should do time in prison those corrupt officers corrupt officers should be do time in prison even if ones who haven't been caught you know what I'm saying like those who done even if you just so much as punch somebody in the mouth you know what I'm saying unjustifiably when it's when it's corrupt they should do time in prison he has to be fired honestly because that's just being honest like you can't keep your job and somebody died. You know, that's a human life. That life is valuable. Regardless of whether he ran or not, his life still has value. You know, your life doesn't lose value just because you ran, yeah. you know. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm not going to talk about the officer as if he's just like a corrupt officer. And No, he wasn't corrupt. He made him a human mistake. You don't, you know, people want to dehumanize us when we put the badge on. That's not up to you. You're not our standard. Yeah, you know what? Officer, uh, his name is Alexander Tyler. And he's only 23 years old. Yep, young man. A young man. Mm-hmm. That, that can be a training, a training area and just, just him being young on the job. Because they only had two years on the job. Oh, wow. Or a year and, you know, some months. So he's, he's fresh. He's yeah. fresh. Twenty-one years. Let Let me ask you something. Twenty-one years years old. That I, I mean, we can argue. We can debate about this. That might be too young for for a job, for being a law enforcement officer. I believe that. You know, because yeah. what have you done at twenty-one? You You going into scenes and situations where you ain't never. Let's Let's be honest. You going into situations where you dealing with forty and fifty year old year, year old adolescents. Power drinkers, people popping pills, gangbangers, people just out here just that are, that are killers. And you, twenty one years old, a baby face, just got out of high school, right? 
basically. <laughs> I mean, you just right. You just got out. You and just they give got. you they give you the, the media the mediocre type training. Give you a badge and gun until you go out there and be a cowboy. <laughs> I, I mean, it's yeah, yeah. You know this cat. This cat right here made a mistake. Alexander Tyler, Officer Tyler, made a mistake. He made a mistake, and and unfortunately, the person, Mister Alonzo, passed. But this yeah. officer, but this officer got to live with this for the rest of his life. That exactly. he took, a, that he took a life inadvertently, bad, you know. And that's why we want to talk about today for just this. This ain't just for for law enforcement officers. This is for everybody. It goes for everybody. Right. As we, the two sides, and how we take this situation and, and learn from it, dissect it, we investigate this thing and listen. Compliance, we need compliance. That's the thing. Law enforcement officers need compliance. But for the civilians, we want our law enforcement to be equipped, to be trained, you know, and and be professional, you know. Uh, when you're dealing with a situation like this, now if a situation escalate and you have somebody that's actually japping off and there's a fight or there's a weapon involved, of course we gotta you know, do what we have to do. But in this circumstance right here, you know, it didn't need to escalate this way. Right. Mr. Alonzo Bagley didn't need to jump from, jump from a two-story window and start running. He didn't need right. that, not, not for this, he didn't need that. Uh, the officer didn't need to run and chase with his finger on the trigger and and when Mr. Bagley popped out end up shooting him in the chest you know mm-hmm. so it goes both ways I mean listen we need compliance but we always need to re- remember for our law enforcement officers we need to know that margin of error is everywhere it's everywhere and we must you know say not saying that we're always going to be perfect but to minimize those mistakes but we can't have a mistake like that, you know. We got to rely on our training, our tactic. You know, we have to get additional training if you have to. You can be at home training on, uh, uh, putting your finger on the on the side of that 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 gun. When you see a threat, then you go to your to your uh to the hammer, to the trigger. You know. We, we, we can work on slicing that pie when you run it and you see a, a, a there's a there's a corner yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying those all are training right and I know sometimes we get away from that but you always gotta be cognizant of of that and and and, and always revert back to that training all you get you have to yeah those tactics because they'll save because what will happen well what happened if uh, if Mr Bagley had a gun and you come running around that corner exactly. It can went the other way, so it don't. So, the training stuff is there for our safety, our lives, and for the other person' uh, safety and lives. So, I mean, mm-hmm. so we look at this thing from we look at it from both lens, right? You know, and and honestly, and that's something, Jules and Holiday. Just to put this lonely thing in, and I'm gonna shut up. Um, <laughs> no, I just feel like. There's something needs to be told to new recruits in the academy too. Like as far as the training, I'm just mm-hmm. going off my experience because I remember hearing so many people, whether it's in my class, the next class, you know, saying stuff like, "Oh my gosh, 
as far as been four months now, I feel like I'm just ready to get on the street. I'm ready to get on the street. Shut up. You're not mm-hmm. ready to get on the street. Shut up. You're not. I'm sorry to say it like that. I promise I'm genuinely a nice person, but just stop talking. (laughs) But I heard it was a lot. It wasn't just one or two people. It was a lot of them saying that, like, I'm just ready to get on the street. I'm just, no, you're not. You're not. You're not. Mm -hmm. Stop saying that. It's it's cocky. It's arrogant. It's ignorant because you're still unlearned. Stop acting like you got every scenario in the bag, even if you're smart, even if you are a quick learner. You're not going to learn all there is to know is honestly perfectly in six months you're going to learn enough absolutely you're going to at least just enough to where at least for us after six months you know if you pass all the tests and everything and you know everything Mm -hmm. that's required yes you get your badge and everything but you're still learning even when you get on the street so don't just sit there in classes rolling your eyes like oh my gosh I wish we would stop looking at this I, I wish we would stop doing these scenarios we already did two scenarios wow two scenarios and you already big-headed thinking that for the street yeah because that's how he mastered that two scenarios right because that's how these type of uh these mistakes happen exactly stop being arrogant just sit there and learn what you're supposed to learn in the academy i I, I, why do you hit on something that is a that is huge what you said because I, I've heard some of the, you know, the new recruits that's coming out to, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I like that enthusiasm and, but it takes years to perfect this thing. Not months, not weeks, not just a couple scenarios. It takes years. Yes. To, to be a, a pro, a, to be an optimal officer. Right. It takes years. Yeah. And you're not going it's not going to come overnight no and and then what you learn in academy sometimes not it, a lot of times not going to it's not going to go that way on the streets i'll just be honest nope you're going to have to think outside the box mm-hmm. cuz you're dealing with people who the, the academy scenarios you know the instructors of they're complying. Right. They, I mean, they're complying. They're not gonna. They are. They're not. You know, they're not gonna fight. They're not gonna put up a fight or yelling. I mean, they they're gonna comply. All right. You are gonna get into a, a situation just like this one. You walk into there's a drug disturbance. You walk in there and it went from sugar to s word real quick. <sighs> and then and then what happened? You you running for a domestic. Let's be honest. It's it's a domestic, a drunk or domestic where we don't even know if anything was. Nothing was threatened. Nobody was threatened. There was no weapon involved. Right. According to the call. So dude hopped out the hopped off the balcony. An experienced officer would be like, well, lock the doors and let him back in. Yep. And call him when he come back. Right? Yeah, there go me, right? Somebody who just get (laughs) somebody who just somebody getting out the academy. Somebody who just got out the academy. Oh man, we got a guy running. He's going this way. Let's chase. Where you going? It's just Mm -hmm. a where you going? They're gonna be back. They're married. Right. Yeah. So that's an example right then and there from you think you know y'all. Do you think you know it all, but you don't. But you don't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then, you know, I'll flip the coin a little bit. That's when it go back to, bro, what you running for? What you running for? You don't need to run from this. Exactly. Stay in there, stay in there and it, 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 stay in there and talk to me. Comply. Talk to me. What's going on? 
Okay, all right. You sit in your room. You go. You go in the room and sleep it off. Give me that drink. You'll need that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take it home. There so you go. You get in there. You 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 go to sleep. You sleep it off. And that's that's how you handle that. Or come on, we take a ride. We give you a ride somewhere. I hope people can take some from this and and learn from 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 this episode today. Anybody got anything else for this? I'm good. We said we said everything they need to hear. Need to say. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Well, hey, that's the show, people. That's the show. Always let us know what you think. Uh, we appreciate all the feedbacks for the people who's feeding back. We appreciate everybody who, who's supporting us and sharing our our uh, our work here. Uh, we got much more work to do. So, again, everybody, I know this is a uh, rough times we're living in, but try, you know, let's love, let's let's love one another. Holiday, Miss White, thank you for building us right along with me. Uh, but I want you guys, and also the men and women in blue, so be alert, be aware, be safe, but also uh, be dangerous. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet. We'll announce our Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday, who's getting the award today? Today, Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than the Shelly Alma. Miss Alma was exercising alone before opening the doors to let Thomas Jones in the gym. Alma continued her workout in which the time Thomas Jones approached her and attempted to grab her wrist. Nichelle was yelling at him to get away from her, but as he continued to chase her around the gym, Thomas Jones grabbed Alma and took her down to the ground. Nichelle kept fighting the offender and was able to call the police. Nichelle was able to fight and freed herself and run out the gym to a nearby apartment. Police was able to locate Thomas Jones and arrest him. Miss Alma released this statement. I would tell every woman always to keep fighting, never give up. As long as you fight and you're not giving up, I believe it's possible to escape. It's better to reach out to law enforcement sooner than later. The sooner they have the information, the sooner they can catch that person. Well said, Nichelle, and we're and well done. We salute you and congratulate you for being our Blue Cape Award winner. Wow, Miss Alma. Keep fighting. That's the message from, from her. Keep fighting. That's excellent. Well, thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all, if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Banker, podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is. Rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority. The police.